Hello, welcome to Death in the Dying World. I have my first guest because joining me today, Jess Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will let Jess introduce herself and talk about her business, conscious female, ironic players and brief coding. I did three of Jess's workshops and they were amazing. It transformed my life, business and my mindset. I will let Jess introduce herself and talk about her business because I feel she's better to bring it up than me because um, it's that good that I let her talk about it. So, would you like to introduce yourself, Jess? Hello, yes, my name's Jess Cunningham. I'm the founder of Conscious Female Entrepreneurs and also Belief Coding, which Cheryl has experienced both of. Um, and actually, Cheryl and myself first started working together about four or five months ago. Hello, Dudley. And she came on one of my group coaching programs, the Awakening of the Alpha Set. And in the Awakening, we actually did some belief coding, which Cheryl's gone on to training. And it was just absolutely incredible. We started off where Cheryl just did not want to be online and she didn't want to talk to anyone, didn't want to join in within the group setting. And literally by the end of the two days, you were on camera talking, getting involved, and it was so amazing to just witness. You had all the women in tears, didn't you? Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> it was um, amazing. Yeah, because I've ever broken camera before or even went live. So when I was doing the, what do you call it, uh, meeting, and then all, when you we were all talking, and I was like, I need to say something because I felt... Something and things like go and do something. Do I die? I felt good, but that was the start. That was the start of my confidence there. It took me time. I think it took me about six months to get fully like confident. Yeah. And, wow. you know, yeah, that's the kind of community we have. The ladies and connecting together. We all the same boat and we understand each other. That what made me, what do I, make me, me feel. I don't feel any different because I'm there. I'm a mum. You know, we're all, we're all the same, the only thing I'm different is my hearing, but I don't let that stop me. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I have some questions I would like to ask you about, okay? Yeah, go for it. What made you think you to do that with me? Content, female, and entrepreneur. What made you think you to do that? So I decided to set up Contrast Female Entrepreneurs because when I started working with Spirit, because when I started working with spirit and I started incorporate, incorporating, working with intuition, gut feelings, uh, listening to like that little voice inside of my head, then downloads, everything became easier within my business. And I think a lot of us are conditioned to believe that working in business has to be hard. It has to be a hard slog. But that's because a lot of us, we don't trust our guts. We don't trust our intuition. And even if we do, we then question it. We question, should I do this? Should I not do this? What's going on? Um, and I wanted women especially to kind of understand that actually you can have a life that you love. You can work the hours you want to work, but it's all about learning how to work and live in alignment. And that's what Conscious Female Entrepreneurs is all about. It's about spiritual growth, but also about business growth because the two go hand in hand. Thank you for bringing that. Um, where did your passion come from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't know. I think I love ideas. I love being creative. I love helping people. Um, and that's it. I've, I don't know. I actually, I actually don't know where my passion comes from. I just, I just know I have it. Yeah. What motivates you? What motivates you oh. to do your work? 
Hello, um, definitely my children. I think, um, yeah, my children, but also I think myself, because uh, if you, I want my children to grow up knowing that actually you can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to fit into a box and that's it. Whereas they're only going to learn that by having role models. And I think some of the role models that are out there at the moment are not particularly great role models. Uh, when you look at like rappers and, and certain people, I'm like, man, I don't want my kids growing up like that. Um, so I think we are here to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we're the best versions of ourselves, we're going to motivate our children that they can also be the best versions of themselves. Obviously, a lot of women uh, want to start their own business because obviously we all have issues like childcare or um, sometimes some people who work in not vegetable, that's quite hard. Having flexibility, be able to look after the children, be able to work, time friends from childcare, it can be quite hard. Um, so a lot of people would probably be wanting to start their own business. What about you, Kitty Gavin? Do you know what? I think for a lot of the time, for a good few years, I felt that if I had to take my children to work, I was unprofessional and I, I put all these beliefs onto myself. Whereas actually, when you have children, you work. Sometimes your children do have to come to work with you. And actually, I, I think a lot of women, me included, I used to put so much pressure on myself to get things done there and then. Whereas actually, if you have to work and you've got children, it just takes you a little bit longer. And that's really not a big thing. In the grand scheme of things, if something takes you a little bit longer to do because you have to look after your children, well, that's a good thing because you're doing both. You're looking after the kids and then you're working. Um, I mean, I'm quite fortunate. Like, I do have, like, my partner helps me out, my mum helps me out. But on the days, like, now, we've got a little dozen. My mum's my an hour late. <laughs> then it's just, just sort of work around it. Yes, isn't that right? Yeah, because I found it really hard when I was working part-time. I'm already, I wasn't even full-time. I was part-time and I still struggled. I think it's because... Like, the cast off that, call my mum... She helped me with the kids, but sometimes she's not always there, so I, I, I have to have time off and they wouldn't let me, so it can be quite really hard. And obviously it doesn't help with my anxiety, that, my anxiety was really bad at that time as well. So, but I, uh, I dealt with my own business and I'm happy. So I think I've got to follow your feelings, you've got to follow what your heart doing. I think that you've got to follow what your heart. How do you deal with negative? And fear of talking. Say that again, so Charles just did Lewis in my ear. But this is a prime example. Say that one more time. How do you feel with negative? Like people being negative and fear of judgment? I don't feel it anymore. <laughs> Before I used to, and I used to think about it, but again, I've used belief coding, so I don't feel that. And actually, I'm really comfortable in my own skin. So if somebody doesn't like me and they want to say something about me, that, that's none of my business, that's their opinion. Um, and I can't control that. I can't control what other people think and feel about me. But I can control how I feel and think about me, and I like me. Um, and I always think, for me, I would say I'm very integral with the way I deal with things, very authentic. So if people don't like that, then I'm not willing to change who I am because I like who I am. I'm comfortable with my own skin. And actually, <laughs> my actions have nothing to do with anybody else, just like their opinions have nothing to do with me. Um, and I think there's a classic quote where you're always going to get people who absolutely love you. You'll get people who like you, people who are unsure, and then people who hate you. And that's okay because just like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea either. 
I'm oh, sorry, just like I'm not going to be anyone's cup of tea. Everyone's not going to be my cup of tea. But that's how you start creating your tribe, your collective, people who you want to spend time with, people you want to work with. And there's no point working with somebody that you don't want to work with because energetically it makes no sense. Yeah. Because that fear of death, fear of death, my I worried about people think. I think because when you've been there, I worry about like, can they understand me? Um, I'm not able to do the same with everybody else, but you know what? The past three weeks I've been thinking about that and I've realised I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to do what I can do and do my way. And people just need to, um, um, I'll probably take a long time to get my business out there because I've got to do the long way. And I think I need a lot of people's support to be able to um, move my business forward because it's so daunting setting up a business being there because you feel you've missed a couple of things. Like, people listening to the radio, people listening to the news. I can't do that. I've got to use my eyes and follow everything. So uh, it takes me a while to catch up with everybody. So, um, yeah, and I worry about... Yeah, everything, so I'm not going to do that anymore moving forward. And, and actually, also, like, um, if people like to join Justice uh, Facebook group, I can send the link and it's the description book. Is that okay? The yeah, of course, book. yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. And uh, can you remember how you felt when I typed it that I was there? Yeah, I think my main concern... Oh, hang on. Yes, I think my main concern was, can I facilitate this? Or can she learn? Or can how can we facilitate this? And that was my main thing. And it made me more aware of the stuff that I needed to do to make sure it was more inclusive because that's stuff that hadn't even entered my psyche before. Whereas actually when you got back in contact, I was like, I'm not being very inclusive here because I'm, I'm excluding a huge part of the country, a huge part of the public, uh, a huge part of the public. Um, so it made me more aware of that I needed to do more. Thank you. And uh, do you need to how hard it is for deaf people to join workshops like that? Because, um, as you can see, Shetley comes dancing, there's a deaf girl on it. Yeah. And I just got to learn all the beats and how I just got to. Well, it really, did, did that make me realise how hard it is? Bye. I've not been watching I don't watch TV oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch TV but actually from you just saying that I can I can sort of put myself in her feet as in the sense of yeah that would be really hard because you dance to the beat you dance to music whereas actually having to dance with no beat and no music you're just having to well yeah it'd be really difficult wouldn't it I've not even thought about that yeah because when I listen to music, I love listening to music, and I, I, um, I can hear it beat. But um, we are respected to do things we want to do, and uh, but you know what? I actually feel stronger doing her because you know we can do it. Deaf people can do it, and you know your business is very, very accessible because you provide me lots of work. I've yeah. got a rhyme binder, rhyme binder that that, and I've got all the notes. Because I can look back and the information is there. That's good for us because 
vi kan gå bare, you know, and go and talk yeah. about a done the book, the that thing, the that book beginning, and that's how people can be able to provide notes as much as they can, anything like, you know. Um, and then I'm going to uh, move on to bleep coding. Yeah, that's a long time new business, bleep coding. I love it. Because I, I'm going to uh, be honest here, I went counseling twice. It, it does help, but I feel when you leave the counseling, I feel what not. And I keep coming back, and then I go back again, and I keep mm. coming back. Mm-hmm. So when Jay, when I went down to Jayfield and did a wee bit of training about it, I thought, wow, and I did more, and it actually helped me because... Yeah. Every time I feel down or I have a trapped emotion, I do brief coding and then I feel so much better. So I'll let Jess talk more about that because it has best for me. Yes. yes, so this is the thing. A lot of the time when we feel a certain way, when we have blocks or when we don't feel good enough, it's always to do with trapped trauma and it's always to do with trapped emotions and it's always to do with unresolved stuff because our subconscious, oops, because our subconscious is trying to keep us safe and trying to protect us. But what belief coding does, belief coding literally gets rid of trapped trauma and it allows you to create new beliefs of I'm confident, I'm, um, I'm safe, I'm happy. And these beliefs serve you. Whereas a lot of people go through their life thinking that they're not good enough. They, a lot of people go through their life thinking that they can't be this, can't be that, when actually they can be whatever they want to be. But it is trapped trauma. Yes, belief coding is absolutely incredible. It, it literally transforms your belief systems and everything to do with who we are is a, a formation of our beliefs. So if we're anxious, if we're a panicker, a natural worrier, they're all beliefs that our subconscious created to keep us safe. Whereas those beliefs, when they were created, they may have kept us safe in that moment, but they don't serve us. But they don't serve us. And what belief coding does, it enables us to rewrite past traumas and override old beliefs and imprint new beliefs it's fascinating because once you transform your beliefs you transform your life and you Cheryl are living proof of that oh thank you so much um I think that does I would like to say thank you for taking your time to talk to me and do that and to prove me I appreciate that I know it's so badly and and I understand being a mom then time thank you time but no I appreciate that thank you so much Oh, thank you so much, show You're amazing. Yeah. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye, yeah, darling. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.